Well, Mark Arcade Couch, the best place to chill your friends and get your gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's on Blight and joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hodley. Hey, darling, excited to be here on another episode of Arcade Couch where our code has not been leaked on the internet. Not that fast. Also here, Kieran Munchen. Guys, this, this podcast isn't finished. We're like one minute and 16 seconds into recording and it's not finished already. Why is this like this? Come on. Good impression. Need to improve the graphics. Yeah, we understand. Do you want to touch on that uh, quickly? Because I actually don't have it in the show notes. Like, do you have? We talked about Plat because, uh, like, that's when it was breaking. But I think a leaks fucking suck in general. Like, we just it keeps happening, and people keeps you know finding information. Be like, haha, it's great to put this online. It's like it's happened with Overwatch recently. They had to kind of bump forward and and trying to a situation where maybe it would have been a bit better for the community if. Blizzard had been able to explain it themselves straight away. It was turned into a shit show. GTA 6, this code was leaked. Kind One of. Code, I mean, gameplay clips. It code. was uh, gameplay. Like, it wasn't even gameplay, really. It was It was, was a lot gameplay of. Gameplay snippets. Footage yeah. and snippets. Um, my, but my biggest problem isn't so much of the. The, the leak. The leak's fucking bad. And it's. My biggest problem with it was how fucking stupid the gaming community was throughout this entire thing. People were legitimately complaining to the developers and the social media managers about how the game isn't finished and how the game well, doesn't Well, Kieran, look the game it looks needs, unfinished. It looks unfinished and it needs gravity. It's like, well, fucking of course it does. Yeah, what the fuck do you think it's going to be? My favorite thing is that like, people, I think IGN, maybe somewhere else, I can't remember now. I think it was IGN that did... Yeah, um, the like a uh, here's a bunch of like what games look like when they were like this far into development because of that one big tweet that went sort of viral because yeah. the dumb asshole yeah. was like, if that you know, tweet went out, yeah, and every single game company yeah. kind of posted. If you know anything about game development, you would know that graphics is one of the first things finished. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, how that dude sleeps at night. I mean, it's been good in that regard that, you know, hopefully they've raised awareness that that's not how game development works. What the fuck would be that be how it works? It's like the most... Those dumbass. It's so different. Like, imagine if you thought that's how animation works. Imagine if people looked at, like, what early, like, you know, animation... Like storyboard? Storyboard, yeah. like, you know, like, storyboard very rough cuts, sketched yeah. animated versions before they actually go it's in. unfinished. And, yeah, it's unfinished. I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. It is. Anyway, yeah. they must think it's like like movies. You know, you put the actor in their costume, and then you can finally get to. The I guess so. But it's the same as if you're watching a unfinished, like if you're watching a very rough special effects. Like you've ever saw, like what that shit looks like. That shit looks horrible. Like unfinished, yeah. Special Again, effects. Shots. It, that would be that'd be yeah. that being released. Really, something like what this this looks fucking terrible. There's yeah. no special effects. What the fuck? I mean, it's pretty much like every single trailer that comes out. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, true. It's, it's, it's still like they, they're, t- they're still technically working on it until the movie comes out. So I mean, yeah. it's like people pissed Generally. about um, the series from House of the Dragons a couple episodes ago having a green fingers where they were supposed to remove it. Yeah. They just forgot. They forgot. They just didn't do it. It's not it's a big like deal. Green. It's like it wasn't yeah. a big deal. It was like whatever. It's funny, but Get not a big it. deal. We all know <laughs> it was. Maybe his fingers turned green. We don't know. No. Gang green. It's just a, like barely like, anyone would have noticed, green. and people freak out like. Oh, this proves yeah. it's like the coffee cup from the last season of yeah, the Starbucks Game of Thrones. Cup or whatever. It was like yeah. most people didn't see it until it was pointed out. One person posted on Reddit, one person knows posted on Reddit, and everyone's like, Yeah, I too noticed that. No, you didn't. No, I fucking no, you didn't. I fucking doubt you did. 
No. Um, all right, I let's... Mean, it's like, in, yeah, anyway. Uh, I was like, I, I don't really have a happy subject. I mean, uh, no, <laughs> I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it's just bad because, you know, obviously there'll be more pressure on studios to keep their stuff secret, you know, going forward. Like, mm. you can't re- take the risk of any uh, stuff that, you know, you didn't want getting out there, which probably leads to more people, more studios saying, is work from home a viable option? Mm. You know, if people are actively trying to hack us to get information out of us. Well, apparently the dude also hacked a bunch of other companies, so he wasn't like an amateur, just... No. So. He was specifically targeting deep people, though. So. Yeah. Talking about leaks, though. Uh, you're a gamer rights. YouTuber John Allen, who accidentally outed himself as being behind a video game industry inside a Twitter account, has issued an apology video in which he admits being motivated, motivated by clout and the buzz. Allen gained brief internet fame by leaking details of Ubisoft various Assassin's Creed announcements, details which he had been given by Ubisoft itself to prepare content while under embargo, but his identity as the real insider was exposed over the weekend when Allen replied to a tweet from a fan from his main account instead. Allen then swiftly deleted the tweet, the insider account, and subsequently issued a brief Twitter statement saying, sorry. So that is longer apology video via random uh, via video on Alan's main YouTube channel goes into more detail. Here he notes that other rumors he had posted were simply fabricated, including hints at upcoming Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid remakes would have gotten fans falsely excited. Quote, I mentioned Silent Hill and a Metal Gear Solid remake, and I can say there was no NDAs involved there because it's all bullshit. It's all lies, bullshit, secondhand comments. Half the posts were educated guesses. On his reasoning why he leaked details, even after signing agreements with companies such as Ubisoft to hear information ahead of time, Alan admitted he did it all for the buzz, for the attention. Quote, I'm ashamed of it. It was pathetic and just dishonest. A lot of you are raging and saying, well, why the fuck did you do it? And to be honest, it's clout, it's the buzz, it's being addicted to the thrill of thousands waiting on what you're going to say. Update to the story was Ubisoft has issued a statement to Eurogamer following this week's news under that the insider Twitter account, which leaked Ubisoft, uh, leaked upcoming Assassin's Creed details, belonged to a YouTuber brief on said details. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Quote from Ubisoft said, we regularly provide access information on our games in NDA to trusted partners. When that trust is compromised or information is leaked by an individual, it's not only damaging and demoralizing to our teams, but it takes away from an exciting reveal moment and experience for our players. While we won't speak on an individual case, we do take these matters seriously and we'll manage accordingly. What do we all think about this story? Because Mr. Dan Allen is actually Australian. So, Wait, so I'm confused. Is his John name Allen's, John or is his name Dan? Sorry, John Allen. Uh, he goes by Dan. Uh, well, oh. there's your first lie. <laughs> <laughs> should, should have seen it coming. I mean. It's true. You is your name John or is it Dan? You know? Because they're not compatible. They're, they're, you know. Dan isn't short for John. Dan is not short for John. <laughs> and neither name is very cool or like going to get you huge bust. You know what I mean? No offense to majority of Dan's. Some Dan's take offense. The rest of you, <laughs> sorry. No, I can understand wanting to change his name from Dan to something else, but to go to <laughs> Dan seems weird. I mean, yeah, I always thought his name was just but, Dan Allen, but unless it's the UK story, it's like, but anyway, just call him Dan. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah what did you think of this, Ash, when you woke up and saw all this happening? I'm like, what, what are people going on about trying to be? Because it's all. Uh, Subtweets to start off with, mm. you know, and then I saw your tweet. I think was the first one that like specifically named 
a person. Well, it's like, why wouldn't you name him? Like, what am I afraid of? Like, he's done something wrong. Like, why the fuck would I- What is this person with 200,000 followers is going to do? What the fuck am I afraid of? No, no. no. It's it's small potatoes, you know. Uh, Yeah, pretty shitty across the board. Uh, Pretty illegal or like- Yeah, it is. Puts you in a pretty bad position. Ubisoft could technically take him- to court i think there's a lot to, of I mean, like there's a lot of people should, that could yeah, take should. him to court because i think when like the first thing i saw was uh jason schreier um from bloomberg a discord message from him looking into it and, and posting about it like it, it's it's and like looking at the history it's like his real account and this insider account tweet about the same thing roughly at the same time. Yeah, did you see one of his yeah. other call-outs was, this guy also capitalizes random words. I was like, oh, Kieran's the insider. Shit. <laughs> 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 Got him. <laughs> My favorite thing about that is apparently Jason Schreier's on holiday at the moment. Yeah. Uh, he's been on so holiday. It's been like the biggest two weeks of- He's been like- oh, I think he's on paternity it. leave or something. Yeah, maybe. He's one of those two. But, but then yeah. he's like, fuck it, I- I need to drag this guy. I need to breathe. I need to take this guy well, I remember seeing him tweet that, like, about a week and a half ago, hey, about to go on paternity leave, video game industry, don't do anything for a couple of weeks. Just and let me up. take a break. He's, yeah, and he's quite, <laughs> and then he's quite retweeted that tweet every time when, like, a state of play or a Nintendo yeah. Direct or something's announced or whatever, GTA leaks and all this stuff. He just keeps quite retweeting it, being like, fuck! <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's quite funny. So, um, Yeah. Uh, did you have any, uh, Kieran, what did you, yeah. It's a- I think it's just shit for not just media as a whole, but I think it's really shit for Australian media outlets from now on. Mm. Um, you know, uh, Australian, we, as a whole, we're talking from, I guess, um, our point of view, it can already be difficult to, to build a relationship and a, a, a trust with developers and uh, PR companies to allow us to have review codes for games and to, to, go to different special events and special screenings of things. Mm. Um, now having a, what could be considered a large figure within the Australian media community be outed for, for this stuff and having the secret insider uh, profile, it just kind of casts the rest of Australian media in a bad light. And we'll, very much for smaller outlets like ourselves, we'll probably make it a lot harder to build that trust and build the rapport with these companies to to get access to their games. I'm sure it doesn't look good for the PR companies either. Like that they they were the ones trusting this person with this information and giving them advanced access to stuff. Well I mean it's, uh, so Ubisoft it could be lead to them getting fewer stuff less stuff down the road. Ubisoft PR's just done by Ubisoft though, so at least it's not like a okay, third party. But you know, he was like you said, he was doing it for other things as well, so Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the thing that pissed me off the most. It was just like in a world where already, unless you're like the top three outlets in Australia, that everyone else is sort of like it's hard enough to sort of climb that 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 ladder. I guess like having Mm -hmm. shit like this happen just pisses me off because I'm like, for fuck's sake, like you got motherfuckers out here getting all these hits on there and the dude is literally when he's like oh you know i'm I'm," like he the way he talks and everything like saying he was just after the bars the clout and everything like that he's not doing any he's not making videos out of passion for the industry at that stage he's just making videos for the headlines for the clicks for the you know he's he's just chasing the numbers for the sake of the numbers not because he actually cares about anything like that and that sort of shit just pisses me off so 
Um, yeah, like I, I'd never watched much of his much of his stuff. He did a bunch of seafood videos that were really good. Like uh, I think he was like one of the first people to post like a no death run on seafood and stuff like that. But like, yeah, just super disappointing. I thought absolutely fucking like it feels bad for PR, feels bad for the developers and that's the thing like we do joke about ubisoft leaking their own shit on planes on ipads or whatever the fuck, <laughs> the fuck else but that's one thing like if they fuck up and do something like that that's that's sort of funny yeah. but it's a bit different when you have someone literally sign an nda and purposely purposely make a different sort of i am fucking anonymous twitter account to leak stuff and then do videos on his main channel where he's like well guys they just really they just revealed to get the game's names and stuff this other account leaked them. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, like how fucking weird. Yeah. Like, what, what kind of sick fuck named Dan would talk to his talk between Twitter handles owned by himself? That's fucking like that's fucking that's weird. Fucking weird like, is what that is. It's like I don't <laughs> at least he would have the decency not to steal a real person's photo. That's true. At least he did use a fake yeah. photo. That's a good point. Yeah. Don't steal yeah. someone's identity. Yeah. Just call yourself a made up word. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, also, sorry, I completely overshadowed the news of Ubisoft like leaked on a hang glider. So, I mean, that was disappointing. It's pretty good effort. Pretty good effort. Someone in a plane's like, oh, I was driving. I was on my fucking plane from Brisbane to. I was looking out at the binoculars. <laughs> yeah, I was looking out at the binoculars. <laughs> right there. there was a dude hang gliding, reading that iPad, and he had the new Ubisoft game open while he was listening <laughs> to the upcoming Taylor Swift album. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the one review that went up this week uh so wildflowers review posted by will he gave it a seven out of the big tens uh said wildflowers comforting ambience will surely be here amongst its target audience it sticks to the farming sim slash rpg formula and tried and true gameplay structure and focuses on the relationship amongst the citizens of fairhaven and fully voiced characters to set it apart from similar games um i still want to i want to check this out at some stage um i think sellers are a solid score i've seen other outlets give it as high as nine and stuff like that so i haven't seen any bad reviews which is which is good um australian made but it is definitely a it's a cutie I mean, I haven't played it yet, so I can't say certified, but I mean, I mean, look at yeah. it. I feel like it's. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's cute. What are you going to say? This game doesn't look cute. What the fuck's wrong with you? I mean, it's people, I mean. So. They're cute animals and stuff. What the fuck's wrong with you? Anyway, it's a. Uh, yeah, the synopsis. I mean, it's sitting at 84 on Open Critics, so. The synopsis is. Only 50% of cricket critics recommend that. Well, I'll tell you something. So. You want to go with something? So on Open Critic, when you upload a review, oh, right? there's only six reviews. <laughs> when you upload a review to Open Critic, it's a little thing. Yes, no. Do you recommend this more than the majority? Uh, the question they ask you is: Do you recommend this game more than the majority of other games released over the past twelve months? How much of an open-ended question is that? Like, what they don't give you any. Structure. So I guarantee everyone else uses that differently. How I do it is I only tick yes for any games where you've 8.5 and above. Is how uh, I is how I do that. So I I use it as a sort of a I guess a editor's recommendation sort of badge system on there. I li- I only tick it for 8.5 and above. I've never said that, but there you go. There's a there's a system. I discuss that with no one but myself, but that's fine. That's how that works. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so I'm sure other people could click it for everything if they want, which is dumb because at that stage you're just recommending every 
fucking game. Like, that's not how it should work, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I, I do want to check it out. Um, it does look cute. It, like, it's a, it's literally Animal Crossing with, like, you know, it's not Animal Crossing farming thing. The reason Ash doesn't sound excited is because he's got, like, he's really over these fucking farming games at the moment is what it is. Because, yeah, the synopsis is, join Tara on a heartfelt journey to become a witch in wildflowers, farm by day and cast spells by night as you craft your cottage, cottage core life and bond with your coven. Come to know and love the fully voice actor characters it's a of Coven. Fa- coven? Is that what? It, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, good point. Uh, fully voiced characters of Fairhaven as you unravel a local mystery. So there is like a story and stuff, but yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a witch farming game. And Ash currently is like, fuck farming games. Am I right? I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> that's, a, that's all. I just said, I don't think it looks cute. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if you. Get Tree on the call. This is some fucking hot take shit from what I'm seeing. The game's cute. Yeah, exactly. I, there's no, no way. I think I mean, you're, you're in, calling it cute. I guess it is cute. No, you're, you're all right. Now you're suddenly jumping ships. All right. No, nah, you stay in your fucking <laughs> corner. You stay in your corner. Right? I must be wrong. I must be a poor judge's cuteness. You are. You are. I just wanted that. I want that clear for the record. You are. Let's get into some news for this week. So, firstly, Ted Lasso and his iconic ASC Richmond are coming to yeah! FIFA 23 as playable manager and team. Right, press start. <laughs> He has announced that Ted Lasso is coming. You'll be able to take control of AFC Richmond in career mode, kickoff, online friendlies, and online seasons. A number of AFC Richmond items include kits. What the fuck are TIFOs? What the? TIFOs? Is this T-I-F-O-S? I don't know. Manager items and other content will be available to unlock across FIFA Ultimate Team Manager and pro clubs where applicable. The iconic Ted Lasso will also be selectable as a manager in career mode, with the iconic character being able to manage any team in the game. FIFA 23, bleh, FIFA 23 players will also be able to play as ASC Richmond as part of the rest of the World League in kickoff, online friendlies, and online seasons with Roy Kent, Jamie Tart, Sam Obsane. He's, he's there, he's every fucking way. Roy Kent, Roy Kent, he's here, he's there. He's every fucking where Roy can. Okay. Roy can. So TIFOs are the, like the banners they have in the crowd. They're like they pull down over themselves. Have you ever seen those in the crowd? Like at the football and that kind of thing? It's like a giant fucking banner. He's never watched European football or anything. Like it's like. You mean football? Whole- I've watched soccer. Football. Is that yeah, similar? Like- or- You're a piece of shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, piece of shit. I mean, this place, we went, we was in fucking Foot Locker, and I was like, I literally go, they look like football. Uh, no, I go, they look like soccer shoes. I was like, oh, sorry, Kieran, I forgot you were here. Football shoes. <laughs> 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 Got to be on the ball, you know, for the British jokes at all times, man. Uh, yeah. Ash, you sound pretty excited. I mean, yeah, it's a cool addition. Yeah. Obviously, off the back of, you know, Tetlas losing all the actual FIFA enemy. licenses. Uh, yeah. Yeah, now that they're not well, the part of FIFA. Well, this is the last year like, of it. This is the last FIFA, so, you know. This the is the last year. opportunity Ted Lasso could be in FIFA. Yeah. So, in rest of the world leagues, we now have both uh, FC Richmond and Wrexham. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a whole bunch of, I guess, quote-unquote meme teams or, or <laughs> uh, pop culture teams being added. Ted Lasso versus Deadpool. Yeah. That's what we're going to have. Mm, this is Ryan Reynolds. And the other guy. <laughs> and the other guy. Here is he owns an Irish pub. Uh, yeah, it's cool. You get all the cool all the players. You'll be able to play at Nielsen Road. I'd uh, be interested to to see the stats of the players because, like, 
AFC Richmond is an appropriately shit They're a team. championship team. So, They're a championship I mean, level team. Like they are, you know, either top of the championship, bottom of the Premier yeah. League style team. You can so customize it's, it's, it to me. I think they'll be realistic. You know? Yes, they'll be bad. Except for Roy Kent. They'll be mediocre because be they like did get promoted to the Premier League. So, I mean, they'll be. They did. Spoilers. They did. Uh, but <laughs> you've had time to watch Ted Lasso. We've been telling you to watch it. Um, I you did. Know, it's, it's, I did it. He finally did it. I finally did it. When did I just, you I just it? hope um, they uh, have some like inspirational speeches or something. You know, can you? I hope you there is the a press conference. In the half times? I hope if you get a press conference as um, Ted Lasso in career mode, Trent from the Independent is. Uh, Trent Home is mm. yeah yeah Trent from, from the Independent, Independent is there to ask you. Is there to ask you questions? That'd be pretty funny. When did you watch it, even? Uh, like about a month ago. Okay, month and a half ago. Yeah, a little while now. It's good when me and Ash. Remember, because we got upset that he didn't watch something else as well. Well, he had yeah. TV plus. Mm. You know what I was telling you to watch? Quest. You know what Mythic I was? Te- you know what I was telling you to watch the other day? That's not some get- rock Mickle Henny guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The other day I was trying to get time to watch fucking players, and he was like, "Oh, I, I still need to watch it." It's, but I gotta fucking. I'm going to subscribe. It's so much and effort then, to subscribe. And even if I only do the free trial, I'm still going to get emails from them afterwards being like, hey, bruh, you need okay. to, you need to, you want to sign up? You want to come back to us, bruh? And I'll be like, nah, bruh. Watch players. Don't fucking Watch- play the world's smallest <laughs> fucking triangle. <laughs> Why a triangle? <laughs> Ding! Because he's not smart enough to play the fucking violin. <laughs> he doesn't have the invisible <laughs> music ability. <laughs> he doesn't. He fucking doesn't. It's true. I won't even, I won't even argue. It's true. Um, no, you need to watch players, though. Um, look, I don't care about FIFA, but this kind of makes me want to play FIFA. But I, I would only play, like, you know, an hour tops, and then be like, I'm done. Yeah. You know? But it makes me yeah. want to play it for an hour, which is more than any other FIFA Small than, yeah. uh, entry. So, you know, good job. You have to play a Sam Adesanya who plays this game and then goes to <laughs> with the, the team owner, you know, afterwards. Like, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Weird mini game. It's, crazy. <laughs> it's, it's like, like an old school God of War mini game. Yeah, back in the day. Polygon writes Twitch to update gaming policy in October. Twitch will update its gaming policies. Yeah. Twitch will be updating its policies regarding gambling on October 18th, according to a statement the company posted to a Twitter account acknowledging the recent spike in debate and discussion around gambling on the platform. Quote, we'll be making a policy update on October 18th to prohibit streaming of gambling sites that include slots roulette or dice games that aren't licensed either in the US or other jurisdictions that provide sufficient consumer protection. The statement reads, the state's sites include stake, roll bit, dual bits, and rubit, among others that Twitch may identify as the policy is rolled out. The statement comes after a popular content creators include Pokemon, Hasanabi, and Asmongol called out Twitch to ban slots content on the platform. The hashtag, hashtag, Twitch Stop Gambling began trending across Twitter earlier this week while live Pokemon Ms. Kiv and Devin Nash House had discussed boycotting the platform if it did not ban gambling in the form of one-week content strike during the high ad season over Christmas. Uh, so this has been an interesting week for Twitch, but this is sort of the, uh, I thought, the goal. This is the thing that kicked off the week of Twitch. The, the it was thing, the week of Twitch. This yeah. was, this was, oh, this, this was, you know what, they ruined this the day after, the day after this. With like. That. The, with, with their, the, the, okay, we're riding high. The 50-50. We're untouchable well, right now. Yeah, it's like they did this as a... Uh, this is, look, to, to not take away the good thing, it's a great thing that this is happening. Um, 
I'm a bit weird champ about anybody who comments on this going, well, why is Twitch looking at gambling? Why can't it look at hot tub streamers and all the other problematic harassment and racism that goes wow, on in their Kieran, streams? You know, it, people die in hot tubs. Like 300 like, people. I like how I make a very, like, I make a tweet that's like, these fucking, fuck, whatever my tweet says, like, these fuck boys, like, getting on here complaining about hot tub streamers, like, I'm making fun of them being like, you know, it's not at all the same complaining that you don't like fucking hot tub streams. It's just gambling, which is literally a thing that can ruin people's lives. And Ash gets in there with his jo- uh, fucking link to a Wikipedia article about people dying in hot tubs. <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's just it one of those things. I think the biggest problem isn't, the it's the problem with the gambling streams is that these are big influential people playing these slot machine games um that is very influential on people to to kind of do the same they see xuc or train wrecks or any other gambling streamer kind winning of winning hundreds of thousands these. of millions of dollars after losing yeah hundreds and of thousands to them of of those people can fucking they can sneeze out a fucking hundred grand and lose it in two seconds for content because, hey, they're doing it as content. They're going to get that shit back yeah. anyway from the stream they're doing. But at the same time, I don't care. They earn plenty of money. They're, they're rich. I don't understand how people um, watch gambling streams and they just donate money at the same time. I'm like, this is fucking a weird it's, funnel. Of, it's just, yeah. it's like the same people that watch uh, Pokemon uh, packing streams. What the fuck are you saying? Streams. What the fuck are you saying? Unpacking? Uh, unpacking unpacking cards i'm taking i feel like it's different no no no. but it's the same it's the same kind of thing where you're you are watching it for the outcome of opening the pack they're watching it because they want to feel the high of their streamer their juicer um getting a big win on the slots and feeling a part of that and feeling a part of that thing it's the same feeling like it's not exactly the same i'm just taking a shot at um, uh, pokemon um packs but it's tweet yeah, at it, it, your boy Ringo. Yeah. If you're pro Pokemon card openings. Yeah. Yeah. Um but on on top of that, I think yes, it's you know, some people are like, oh, but they can still do poker and they can still do um other skill related gambling. There's still sports betting, um, which I don't think actually happens that much on Twitch as far as I'm aware. I mean, how would you even do it? It's just like, people watching making a bet and watching the match. But even then, like most sports, copyright that shit and track that shit and get no, rid but of it's that like, stuff it's not quickly. yeah the actual sports not shown they're just sitting there watching yeah did I mention 100%. I lost seventy and, and bucks on the last Oscars as well it's fucked oh my god sportsbet had like Oscar <laughs> sport sportsbet had Oscar bets up and I put a bun I put like, I was like the odds for um uh fucking cursing dunce were really fucking high and I was like I'm all in <laughs> straight <laughs> up all lost, 70 bucks. lost 70 dollars all it is 70 dollars yeah. for Dylan good to know yeah. um, but who, who uh, won I, I can't remember who won but I know it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Kirsten Dunst not um, Kirsten Stewart Kirsten Stewart yeah, Kirsten Stewart you know, Kirsten Stewart that's Stewart. right it was the lead actress yeah lead actress yeah. Um, and I went to went to not my pocket because I would have got like a thousand something dollars for seventy bucks. I'm not promoting um, gambling, by the way. <laughs> Jessica Chastain, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it then followed up with I think the day you know this all came off the back of a well-known streamer, or reasonably well-known streamer, Slicker, coming out to have defrauded viewers and other streamers of about three hundred thousand um, dollars due to a gambling addiction, and then. Mm. The following day, Twitch then comes out with an email at five o'clock in the morning for people saying, 
Hi. That 70-30 subsplit that we were doing? Yeah, fuck that shit. We're back to 50-50 for everybody. Except for the first 100,000 you make. So, sure, I guess if you already have 70-30 and you're not making 100 grand, it kind of works out in your favor. Uh, everybody else, the 50-50 sucks and good luck, kids. And it just, yeah. Twitch is just well, a Isn't everybody space. on 50-50 at the moment? Who's not? No. So everybody normally is on 50-50? Yeah. 50-50 so is So it's only the, the rich elite who are on 70-30. Uh, yeah, it's only like the top So we're eating the rich and people percent. are upset about it, right? Uh, but the thing is, is it because the people eating the... them are Amazon? Uh, kind of. It's not just the rich, though. There are some people... That... Like, so the big thing is, about six months ago, Twitch stopped giving out the 70-30 splits in preparation mm. for this. So nobody else got it anymore. But there's a fairly decent kind of smaller streamers that have the 70-30 split and who rely on it and and kind of it helps them a lot. Um, They still get it, thankfully, but it's just, it kind of takes a lot of the monetization out of Twitch for them. Uh, Twitch is in a weird spot. They they came out with this fucking, have you you looked at the email from Twitch um, that they came out about this? Because they were like, oh, you know, this is, you know, most of the cost that we're losing is in servers, that we're having to pay for servers to, to host everybody's Twitch streams. It's like, Amazon hosts those. And you're owned by Amazon. <laughs> How much are you paying yourself for these? <laughs> yeah. Like, motherfuckers. God, even if you're doing it, like, even if you're having to pay, you'd be getting a cheap discount on it, right? Like, it's not anything. I think, yeah. you know, I think we should expect to see change in the next couple of weeks. Um, not kept in a couple of years for Twitch. I am waiting for Twitch Prime to be eliminated from the platform because that shit is not good for Amazon. That is losing them money in the long run. Um, I think. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Like the entire of Twitch Prime. No, no, no. Just times. the free subs. Just the free subs. I think the free sub gets deleted. One free sub. That is. Yeah. That is that, that is half, one free uh, half a bunch of people don't use half a bunch of people forget to re up like for several yeah. days that kind of stuff yeah but at the same time it's like that's still subs that Twitch is but you're keeping them in the ecosystem though you're keeping you know I mean? in the but it's still losing them a butt ton of money subs especially when you've got I don't know, you know it's not losing it's just not making money off well no technically it is losing them money because the Twitch sub. The somebody you pay for Amazon Prime, you then get a free. Well, when they can choose sub. not to charge you, then they're. <laughs> but they they're getting a free sub, and then when you sub, fifty percent or seventy percent of that is going to the streamer, and the rest is going to Amazon. Well, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people use just their primes. They probably wouldn't sub to Channel V, but I don't think so. I think there's a lot of people, especially when you have streamers like, um, you know, even I see a lot of YouTube streamers will, like, do a raid on a Twitch stream and be like, hey, you can't use your Twitch Prime on me. Go use it on this person. And they'll sit there while that person gets flooded with Twitch Primes for free. Um, it's, you know, it's been a great thing for the streamers themselves. I just don't think it's a good thing for Amazon. And even though they're a trillion-dollar company, they are currently act- are acting like they have pennies in the bank and they're having a tough time. And the, the whole, you know, at the minute, streams yeah, in such a bad spot. I mean, it's Amazon, but they're still looking as Twitch as its own individual company and whether it they makes are, a profit or not. Yeah. When it's stuff like, uh, like for a, a consumer base, when I click onto a stream and then I see ads that say one of six, 
or one of ten ads before it even starts the stream, I just click that shit off. Yeah, I could get ad block, but I just I'm just gonna go off that and not so, even bother. This is Early. the thing that I've had to try and so for people who don't know how this ad thing works, the pre-roll ads. So if you run three minutes of ads on your Twitch stream every hour, three minutes every hour during your stream, it turns off pre-roll ads. So you won't get that six uh, ads coming in for a new yeah, person. Yeah. So whenever I've been streaming lately, I've been making sure to run that three minutes of ads amongst during the hour. Cause to me spent clicking a 30 minute ad while I'm in a loading screen or something like that is periodically is probably better than turning someone off potentially new coming into the stream who gets stuck behind several minutes of just trying to check out the stream for and they can't even load in because they've got a bunch of ads Mm -hmm. so i've been trying to do it that way or if i'm like i'm just going to go to the toilet i just click three minute ad break and then i'm good for now you know what i mean like that's the i think that's the best way to do it is just to keep on top of it and make sure you run that three minutes over the the hour and in the dashboard for twitch it actually tells you how long pre-rolls are currently turned off for and it'll tell you when they're like you can set it up so it'll pop up and tell me like pre-rolls pre-rolls are coming back at 10 minutes do you want to run an ad like it'll pop up so it's sort of a a meta game now to fucking make sure you're running ads which is weird so yeah i definitely feel like but that that strategy doesn't work for people who play like uh games with no pauses no i mean you just have to you would have to make sure you take a break you just have to bite the bullet you'd have to take a break every hour which i don't feel like that that big of a deal but personally if if someone stops their stream for three minutes every hour to run a three minute ad break i don't feel like that's a big deal a three minute ad break if you're not subscribed to their channel once an hour i feel like that's a pretty good ratio <laughs> like three minutes an hour how many fucking minutes of ads do you get on a normal half hour tv show on television you know what i mean I feel like three, like twelve minutes per an hour. Yeah, so I think three minutes an hour is fine, in my opinion. Like, but I think that's bad for. It's bad for like you don't run all three minutes at once, right? You space it out at least, I guess. Uh, sometimes I run all three minutes. Like if I actually just need to go toilet, or get a drink, like I just run all three minutes. Three minutes of ads, and you get the thing is during that three minutes, anybody jumping in. He's just going to leave instantly. Well, I'm already not there. I'm, that's just very unlucky. Yeah, I've, that's unlucky. <laughs> yeah. I've already gone to the toilet or whatever. That's even why I'm not there. So it doesn't matter. You know, that's, I don't know. When 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 they have the ability to run picture and picture ads or down the bottom of like underneath the stream ads, hmm. like I think there's better solutions for it. Just overall, that Twitch could be putting in place to continue to have their community like. The worst thing is when there's an ad runs and it's in the middle of a, a big spot or um, something is happening in the game and an ad just runs automatically. Yeah. Um, it's it's fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, it's it's just yeah I don't know. It's just not a great system. I think Twitch as a whole is just not operating very well at the moment at all. No, I I w- and uh, the fifty fifty split. Yeah, I think I think I saw like a tweet of like every other platform in there split with their creators and it is much higher than twitch yes yeah twitch has which the is worst. it kind of has to be twitch is resting on the fact that twitch is the number one streaming platform yeah it's got the most people most, most people go there yeah for video game content, but at so. the same time like this comes off at the back of the same time this comes back off the back of youtube announcing that they're fully monetizing their shorts um mm-hmm. now 
they've just put in place a way for content creators to uh, license music within videos through the YouTube system. Um, there was something else they've put in place as well. Like I feel like Twitch is just kind of taking a lot of L's at the moment where especially places like YouTube are improving, innovating, and 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 kind of catching up and beginning to catch up. Yeah. I, I'm i not ready to look on and be like, oh, I'm a jumping ship, fucking join the bandwagon. But I definitely feel like if Twitch continues down this hole, that Twitch is going to just, everyone will jump ship slowly. Because I'm not going to jump ship for a money split. That's not, because we're not making, like, fuck it out a ton of no, Twitch. We're making it's, so that's not a reason to jump. However, a reason to... But you should still subscribe. You should definitely subscribe to twitch.tv slash Exposure Network and follow the channel and everything. Um, Preferably with that free Skype that we yeah. talked about earlier that is definitely going to stay around. Yeah. And and subscribe to YouTube.com slash Exposure Network in case I decide to switch. Just in case, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I did, if, if did decide to switch, it would be because I'm sick of dealing with the the what playing the game with the ads because it is that's what i'm saying it's a, it's a mental game when streaming that you have to be on top of where you're like if i don't pay attention to this i'm i'm gonna have all these pre-roll ads running that potentially barrier people to joining and then if i or and if i don't do that and i turn on auto three minute ads I, which you can it'll do what kieran's saying where it'll start playing three minutes randomly an hour but it could be an important story moment or part i don't want to have ads so I'm trying to, t- I try and do it myself to pick good spots to do it mm-hmm. so I can keep that people watching not getting shitty pot times and make sure people potentially joining don't have pre-rolls. But it's while you're trying to stream, while you're trying to play a game, you know what I mean? Like it's just a lot to, yes. it's a yeah. lot to try and keep on top of. It's kind of ridiculous. So um, they, sh- they, they need to fix this shit or I think a lot of people will jump ship. And yeah, I'm not going to say I will, but if they don't fix it, I definitely would because it's it's <laughs> fucking annoying, to be honest. Like I'm giving them time because I like Twitch and I'm happy to stay on Twitch and I'm there and I watch most people on Twitch. But if a lot of people I start watching start leaving and they don't fix it, at a certain place I will be like, why the fuck am I here then? You know? So. Yeah. It's been 100%. an interesting like series of events because like a few weeks ago, they're like, hey, you can like go into, you could be streaming on TikTok or instagram live at the same time you're on twitch yeah they're trying like, they're, they're trying to keep people around so yeah like getting rid of their exclusivity uh clause clause yeah. and terms. not on youtube but you know. no for everything but youtube yes basically it's yes, or facebook gaming am i right yeah, shout out oh, that's dead now right didn't that actually die no it's still going yeah. no, it's still going oh, okay. you know right. still going the it's remnants of whatever the microsoft thing is. Yeah, right. yeah. um mixer. last mixer that was it mixer yeah Last news story for this week, uh, before we jump into some video game impressions, but Video Game Donkey, YouTube's biggest video game reviewer now wants to sell them, writes Kotaku, the biggest critic in gaming setting to publish. Jason, Video Game Donkey, Gastro, I didn't know his last name, uh, announced his latest YouTube video that he and his wife, Leia Gastro, uh, will run a new indie label called Big Mode, dedicated to discovering and uh, evangelizing the best games that haven't been made yet. Quote, I'm sick of sitting on these sidelines waiting for great games to appear. Now I want to get in there and help make it happen. Gastro is far and away the most dominant YouTuber when it comes to game reviews, with polished videos featuring a mix of running gags and unvarnished opinions, consistently gaining millions of views. He now says he wants to take his years of tastemaking and funnel it towards helping new indie projects and stand out in the current, quote, sea of mediocrity. As examples of what he's looking for, he cites some of the best-selling, most critically acclaimed indie games in recent years, like Enter the Gungeon, Celeste, and Hades. Um, What do we... This is... 
been interesting. I've seen people, some people's hot takes, weird hot takes, and all this sort of stuff. Like make fun of the YouTuber trying to do something. So, like Kieran, where do you fall on the the donkeys? Um, do you watch donkey stuff? Have you ever watched donkey stuff? And then B, what do you feel about this? I check out donkey stuff when it pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, as a whole, though, I'm not a massive fan of Donkey. I, I don't like his overall negative tones of this um, video and his content. And he does often come from a very condescending point, in my opinion, through his videos towards game devs. Um, so, you know what? Power to him to jump in and try and do it. Maybe he'll learn a lot from it. Maybe he'll understand it. Maybe he'll smash it out of the park and he'll show, yes, it is that easy. He can do that better. Shut up, nerds. Um... I'm just, yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes. Ash, have you ever watched Donkey and how do you feel about this? I have no idea who this person is. Wow, so okay. People dunk on him was... Okay, old man. Didn't have any effect on me. Uh, but yeah, I think... Is it, was it Ismail? Somebody said, like, for these indie devs, if they're going to jump on board and be published by him, make sure you're getting what you need up front financially you know, because there is a fairly good chance that things will fall apart as is the case with any new business or business venture you know so cool i mean yeah he seemed to have rubbed a lot of people the wrong way so yeah i haven't got much else but no further insights really i've watched i've watched my fair chunk of donkey videos around He's been around for quite some time. Um, I'm subscribed to him. I don't watch all his videos. I watch one that pops up every now and then that's like got a subject matter or a game that I find he'll potentially. He does, like, he actually does, he'll do like really funny video. And then, similar to what Karen's saying, uh, sometimes I watch a video and I'm like, oh no, like, it seems just a little bit too mean spirited. However, when he, when he gets the, the right line of being like, punching down at a game that probably deserves it or like making fun jokes at people who probably deserve it in the gaming industry um, and stuff like that. Uh, he, he can be quite funny. I think he's like comedy is when done right. It's good, but off, like sometimes he is just a bit too mean spirited for my personal taste. So I watch some stuff here and there. Um, him as a publisher. I see why that hit. I understand when people are saying stuff like, Oh, you know, just like, as you're saying, like, whoever said that tweet like you know make sure you got the right deal and all this stuff that's fine i feel like the the part that was annoying me was the straight reaction of well this is going to fail to which i'm like why like there's no reason he should succeed or fail less or more than anyone else really there's no you know like in my opinion like as long as he's all above board because obviously we've done a few stories about like really sketchy publishers and that kind of stuff yeah well yeah and there's no reason to say that he would be well i know i feel like he can't be any more sketchy than a bunch of them (laughs) you know what i mean like i feel like the bar's pretty pretty low so but i mean and i get it i've had off like and the thing is like i don't think he's full of shit either like he does have like over the years he has played a lot of these games he mentioned like very early like he's you know he's found them before they were big like he's played he was playing celeste when it was a free you know like itch game before it became a, a fully published uh like the, the one that everyone loves like so he's i don't feel like his taste is like he's talking about being a taste maester and taste maester or whatever it is like I, I feel like he, he's definitely got like a taste for what makes 
certain genres of games good, in particular sort of that indie, 3D, or 2D platformer, pixel art sort of, you know, that sort of stuff definitely for sure. But, um, I mean, it's interesting. I've no, but again, I, 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 um, like personal opinions for him aside, I, I really don't feel like there was any need for a bunch of people just to start like being like, well, this is going to fail because this guy fucking sucks and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, look, I know like some of his humor is a bit much for some people or whatever, but like, as far as I'm aware, the dude has done nothing like terrible to deserve. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like he's done anything. No. Like, I think it's a matter of, hey, stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. Who do you think you are <laughs> thinking you can publish games? Even though this Kotaku article rightfully points I out- I mean, if he wasn't a straight white guy, then I'm sure they would have been all praising him. Am I right? He's actually black. But, no, that's a joke. What? A, he, for a long time, people thought he was black. It was a running joke. <laughs> um, the- People point out here that Comedy Gaming Channel Game Grumps previously made the move into development with the release of Dating Sim Dream Daddy, which is true. So, like, that's another... That's not as big as, like, doing a whole, like, publishing thing. That's, like, developing a game, which is still a big deal, obviously. But, um, but yeah, he's not the first person to move from one, like, content creation into the games industry. It's not the... not like it's unheard of. So, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. It could be refreshing. It could be, you know, to have... It could go two ways, right? It could go really well for him, and it's refreshing, and it's a it's a, a revelation for the gaming industry. Or he falls flat on his face, everybody says, I told you so, he eats a bit of humble pie, and the world keeps going. Like, it's... it's Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. I feel like as long as he fails, and he's like, eh, whoops, my bad, I fucked up, you know. But you can't, that's... You surely, like, if you make a career out of, like, pointing out when people do fucked up and things and you know all this stuff like surely that teaches you you can't like you can't you can't say all that shit and then follow in that those footsteps i just don't know how you you could do that All right, let's talk about what we've been playing this week. Kieran, you have been playing a little bit of Return of the Monkey Island, so give us your impressions on that bad boy. I have been. I've, I've been playing Return of the Monkey Island. It is, it is like eating some of the most delicious, like homely food. Like the thing, the thing that you eat that you makes you feel at home, makes you feel happy, makes you feel safe. That is Return of Monkey Island. It is much of the the original humor. It is stacked with with new viewpoints on, on old humor um it is probably the best modern day point and click adventure game just for the fact of as soon as you open up the game it asks you okay do you want to be are you a casual or are you a um experienced point and click adventure player and what this does it actually changes the puzzles in the game to either make them a little bit more straightforward and a little bit easier to do, or to give you the more complicated puzzles. And the game throughout <laughs> it, it, it changes the game for that experience. Um, yes, sometimes, like at the minute I'm playing my first playthrough on the casual experience because I want to know, um, I want to enjoy the story, get through it, and, and experience it, and then compare it to an advanced playthrough. But you can tell at some points, you can tell, okay. This felt like a little bit too easy for me to get the thing that I needed to get, but I probably would have been harder in the advanced version. There is even sections of the game that's like, hey, 
this part, like the characters, because they are fourth wall breaking and meta and are very aware that they're in a video game. Um, characters turns around and says, hey, um, this part for this story for the casual playthrough gives you no benefit for the story, but it's an enjoyable part of the game. So play it. Just don't expect you don't need to do this. Um, and which is just a, a set of side quests. And it's it's really fun. It's really enjoyable. Um, it has the best point and click tutorial I think I've ever found within do a video game. Um, and click uh, a little yeah. bit, but it gives you a lot more of the basics about um, combining things, how the logic works. Um, it, it kind of gives you even tips in terms of like, you know, some puzzles you might want to save before you do the puzzle and try every outcome out before you do it. Um, it includes all of this in it. The music's fantastic. The writing's great. Um, Guybrush Streetwood and LeChuck and all the characters from the originals are there. If you're brand new to the series, it doesn't matter because it, it approaches it from a very fresh standpoint where it explains and introduces you to things and talks about things that happened in the past. For those that played the originals, there's lots of throwbacks and and kind of retelling the first one but in a new light or in a new way um no i'm absolutely in love with it so far hopefully once i finish the casual playthrough and onto the advanced one i'll have a full review out later in the week but i'm absolutely in love with it i think the for what there was complaints i absolutely love the art style of this game the music's fantastic yeah it's <coughs> it's monkey island and it is fantastic and i hope this brings a resurgence of these sorts of games coming back um, in a new light. So Ron Gilbert didn't deserve death threats over that, so that was what you're saying. Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. Just to clarify. That was Just to, yeah, point that out if that needs to be said. Um, and then the only thing I've really got to talk about is I've started playing Wayward Strand, which is, of course, the Australian game I've talked about on here a couple times over the last like, sort of 12 to 18 mm-hmm. months. You played the demo. The demo and stuff like that. Um, it's uh, uh, I only played the first day of which I think I played it like a day or so and then I left for my Melbourne trip and I only got back. I'm, anyway, long story short, I haven't played more yet. But the um, it's about this uh, girl who her mum works as a nurse in this like uh, air balloon. What the fuck are they called? It's not an air balloon. It's like a... Fuck. What are they called? I can't remember. Anyway, like, you know, a thing that floats in the air. Um, it's uh, not a plane, but a, a jet, the Superman. Uh, she works there as a nurse, and then uh, you go up there and a the kid, and you, you know, you're just brought up, and it's like, hey, just go talk to all the, you know, the, the people you mean here. A zeppelin? And zeppelin, yeah, it's a fucking zeppelin. There you go. Mm. Um, and you, that's all you do. Like you talk to everyone, and it's got an element of just adventure game, point click without the puzzles to it. But what makes it really cool, and this is the thing we talked about last time, obviously when we played demo, is everything runs in real time. So. Like the choices you make as who you want to go talk to while you're doing that, something else is happening in the other side. And you, you could like walk past as a, com- you can walk past characters as conversations are finishing and stuff like that. But you're sort of investigating, trying to work things out. So there are characters, you'll meet a character, for example, and she's really angry, doesn't want to talk to you. And then if you manage to, to talk to someone else and click the right conversation choices, find out that she's like just recently found out that she's dying from cancer uh, it's really painful, so she doesn't really like talking to anyone. Like, all these characters have these stories, and you're trying to work them out from one, one another into how, and sort of how you get information out of them is how the interesting part, too, because you can choose to just straight up ask really sort of brunt force questions to these people, or you, you know, you maybe just need to sit in silence for a minute and see if this character wants to speak to you on their own behalf instead of, you know, just maybe enjoy the moment of silence, sort of um sort of thing and 
moments like that. Um, also trying to find out the history behind the Zeppelin. Like, why is it here? Like, what was it for? Was it from this war? Like, sort of asking around that, trying to work that out. But um, yeah, I'm very much enjoying it. Everything's fully voice acted, which is really cool. And all the voice acting is like fucking great. I'm loving all the voice acting. The game is Australian as fuck too, which I'm loving, which is really weird because it's actually set like this isn't a thing based in history. There was no, well, this as far as I'm aware, there was no Zeppelin air hospital that was hanging around somewhere in Australia at any point. Um, but the game's uh, just voice actors, the way that every character talks, the way they, just the general terminology and stuff, you know, you can tell it's Australian just by the way the, the characters are talking and, and stuff like that, which I feel is, um, quite cool. It just, yeah, very Australian sounding game, even though it doesn't look it because you're in a fucking Zeppelin, but, um, very much enjoying my first day with that. Keen to get back into that as soon as I can, but yeah, I'll, um, my plan is obviously have a full review of that as well when I finish it, but so far, very, very much enjoying it, much like I was the, uh, demo I played a year ago whenever it was and really keen before we wrap up the show obviously we're only a couple of weeks away from PAX at this point in fact what the fuck will it be so this comes out on a Monday that's the 26th so then what we're one more episode before one more episode before big old PAXy dog so that's crazy um, really excited to get back to PAX soon been years uh, but we'll be playing a bunch more of course there'll be new Australian games <laughs> there uh, to check out which will be good uh, to uh, play them and wait 10 years for them to release because yeah they're made by two really. people but that's fine <laughs> that's just... it's, it's interesting obviously uh packs have released their schedule this last week mm-hmm. uh and the four plan uh listed a bunch of exhibitors uh which you can all find at packs the packs website or you can go to explosion.com and you can get you know you'll get lots of news linking to the apps and that kind of stuff i think I, are we concerned that, you know, none of the three big publishers are going to be, it appears, are going to be at PAX? Haven't they announced the key? I'm surprised Nintendo so. isn't going to be there. Have they said officially the Nintendo's time, not there? Have they said this? Well, I'm looking at that floor plan and there's n- clearly no <laughs> no Nintendo, Sony, or Xbox listed. Hmm. You know what I mean? And they're not listed as any of the exhibitors. It might be a surprise at the last minute, but you would think two weeks they would out, they would have, feel yeah. they would have mentioned some big titles that are there. I think the biggest title that I know of that's going to be there is Sonic Frontiers. I'm and Final Fantasy XIV. I'm surprised that PlayStation isn't there to do like a VR2 or like a VR. I mean, I think it's like just too close area? to 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 GGS, you know, where they took all their units. Yeah, I just yeah, I I I think on one hand it's bad because it's that is a high level of publicity think, and a high level yeah. of, of thing. But at the same time, maybe it's a good thing that those aren't there and it gives more developers are more um areas to kind of get a bigger area and a larger showing for packs and for australian look i'm gonna be shocked if then if they aren't there i i don't really care but i'll be shocked if they're not like i i I know what you're saying i looked at the floor knowing knowing how this how our podcasts work monday morning Mm -hmm. first thing hey we're all gonna be there guys (laughs) guess what so, yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm willing this into, you know, happening, in which case you're welcome. Well, that's what I mean. Okay. Like, the, like if it's all indie stuff, that's m- m- majority of what I spend my time playing anyway. Like, I, I don't really care for the... But I feel like a bunch of people will end up being disappointed as well. Not really. I don't feel... You know I, I mean? I'll be shocked if they are. I feel like most people go for a social aspect. They don't really care if Sony's there. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think that's the thing. Well, I guess we're going to find out. 
I was just looking through what's on this. Yeah, it's like Crunchyroll and Devolver Digital's there. Man, it's lucky Crunchyroll is going to an expo that, you know, someone else is planning it, right? Hinge Comics? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, probably people will probably get into it, right? Sonic Funny. We hope so. Like, that is we li- hope you're safe there, No, I just don't believe that because there's flicking... There's a Tasmanian exhibitor, uh, Amazing Games from Talented Tasmanian. Shout out. Um, the flicking through this exhibit thing, there's fuck all people on here. There's one game. Right, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the uh, exhibitors listing. They've got the exhibit hall map. Yeah, I looked at that. There doesn't seem to be any clear spot where they could. Do. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe it's true. I don't think it matters. They don't actually have any of the exhibitors listed no. with this map, which was annoying, but yes. I don't think it matters. To me? Does it actually matter to you, or are you just saying that? I just think as an event, like, if they're not there, it's going to be a bit of a letdown, I think, for general person, you know, who has come to expect those kind of titles. Well, that. they should get their hands over to the Primordials Legend Hollow Hero booth where they can play as the Wombat game. I mean, yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, so, game. I mean, like, it who... freaking awesome. It looks freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, so I don't need these fucking PlayStation. Who, never heard of them, you know what I mean? Who cares? Mm, I'm pretty sure you've heard of PlayStation. Yeah, that's right. Platinum Explosion may be a podcast, but it's fine. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of <laughs> Arcade Couch. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about PAX this week in the, the lead-up, of course, as well. Let's know any comments, questions, concerns. If you're going to be at PAX, what you're looking forward to. If you're going to be disappointed, PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox may or may not be there. Uh, in the Discords or the Twitters, ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter takes you to all of our Twitter horrors. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord takes you to a place where you can join our Discord. And ExplosionNetwork.com slash support takes you to our Kofi page where you can donate as little as a dollar, help keep the mics lights and website smoking pipes online keeping the news reviews and big old cheerios chocolate covered coming out to you and hot steaming plates motherfuckers same time same caps next week goodbye